Philo and good morning, good afternoon, whatever fucking time you're listening to this, guys. Um, we're back with another episode of the Fuck You Mentality. Today we're doing another interview. Um, but this interview is kind of kind of fun because I met this individual through social media, actually. I feel like social media is such a beautiful thing. So if you aren't using social media, this is your this is your fire to to, to get on social media and post yourself, be vulnerable. Because I've created such a genuine community or community, yeah, such a genuine community of people just by using social media. And I met this particular person with social media. Um, and we ended up actually meeting face to face in Houston at an event that we were both at. And it was just, it was kind of surreal. Like I've seen this person online, but I never actually met him in person. But anyway, um, this is a fellow educator who I think is the same age as me. I think. I don't know. We'll see. I'll let I'll let I'll let them uh tell them about themselves. But without further ado, welcome, my good friend. Who the hell are you? What's your name? What are we doing? And what's going on? Well, my name is Stu Motherfucking Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So many people think that's actually my last name, and I'm like, no, my last name is Van. It's not as interesting, <laughs> but I like to go by Stu Styles because I want to be Harry Styles when I grow up. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love him. Yes. He's my like phone case is like just a collage of him. I'm into collages lately. Okay. Okay. I'm 24. How old are you? Oh, I'm 26. Okay. Uh, Relatively the same age. Yeah. Basically we're both in our like mid 20 crisis. Yes. Uh, (laughs) The quarter of a century, uh, life crisis. Yes. Yes. That's what it's called. Uh, Stu, what do you do? Like, who are you? Like what, why, why the hell would I have you on here? Um, I like to think I'm a pretty cool dude. Um, just kidding. But I am a hairstylist and educator. I've been teaching hair for, I just celebrated three years in September, which just blows my mind. And I just recently, I started teaching my own classes this year and started my own education company. And I teach classes with uh, some chick named Hair by Lexi. I'm sure people who are listening have heard of her. If you've ever heard about someone frying hair on TikTok, it's her. Um, uh, and then I've been doing hair, I always say my entire life because my mom was a single mom and she, I grew up in her salon. Like, so like the school bus would drop me off at her salon after school. And she's like, if you want to go home, you better get to work. And so I'd always like assist her during the summers. Like I would do on the weekends, my like lunch ladies, like roller sets and like teasing them. And I'm like, come on. I was like breaking every child labor law growing up. (laughs) Bro, that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you grew up in hair salons then. Yeah, my mom and my grandma are both hairstylists. So oh, it's in my blood. Oh, um, my grandma retired. She sold her salon, and then my mom was like, "I'm quitting." When she had my little brother, but she actually got bored at home, and so she built like a tiny home outside of our house, and it's like a little salon. And so she like does her friends' hair. So she'll call me and be like, "Oh, I did like a root retouch today. I'm whooped." And I'm like, "Mom, I just did four full highlights. Like, get off of me!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. I know. Um, so yeah, like you said, hairdressing is kind of in your blood. Like, so you, you were raised in this industry. So how did you, how did you fall into it then? Like, was it just something that you were like, your parents were like, Oh shit, like you're actually kind of good at it. You should go for it. Or like, how did that even transpire? Well, it was kind of funny. So I grew up in Alabama. Like, have you ever seen the movie Sweet Home Alabama? I am terrible with movies, so I'm going to say like that. Reese Witherspoon. You should see it after this. But um, anyways, it's like about a small, small town. And it actually was filmed in the town I grew up in, in Alabama. And it's like, like I had like less than 100 people in my graduating class. And it was like one of the biggest graduating class. So like so podunk, 
small town, like my stepdad's a farmer, like grew up on a farm. Like you would never think that with like my split dye blue hair and makeup on. But yeah, <laughs> that's how I grew up. And, but I was like always into the beauty side of things with my mom. And so after high school, I was like, I refuse to do the family business. I will not do this. Like I'm, I, so like went to community college twice. I wanted to be a teacher because my older sister is an elementary school teacher. And I was like, I just want to teach. That's all I want to do. But I dropped out of school high, or community college twice. And so I was like, a teacher can't hate school. So we got to figure this out. And so I went to, um, I decided I was going to go to beauty school. And I was like, I'll just be a beauty school instructor one day. So then like all my friends were moving off to college and I was like, I got to go. I got to bounce. I got to get out of here. So I moved to Florida. I just like quit my job, packed up everything I knew, decided it in a week and like signed up for beauty school in Florida, like toured the school once, like didn't know my roommates I was living with. And I was like, I'm just going to make it work. I had like, my mom was like, you got to support yourself, dude. And I was like, okay, I had a job at Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay. And, and I didn't know anything about sports or anything, but I knew the manager there. So they hired me and I just went to school from like eight to five every day. And then went to work from like 530 to 10 at night. And I just made it work. Wow. Okay. So when, what year did you become licensed? In 2017. Oh, wow. That wasn't even that long ago. I know. Officially. Legally, I guess. <laughs> yeah, by law. Um, so your parents, like, were your parents, like, super excited when you decided to go? To uh, my mom actually tried to talk me out of it. She was like, she was like, I'm going to have to have a knee replacement. My back hurts. Like, it's so hard on your body. And I was like, I don't care. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> Did she, um, was she... Like, was she surprised that, like, what you transformed into, like, where you are now? Oh, yeah. Because she was like, you don't want to be behind the chair, like, your entire life, like, because you're going to set up your own retirement, like, your own health insurance and everything. And so, like, even growing up, my mom had two jobs because we didn't, like, have health insurance. She was like, it's so hard. Like, um, and so we started, or when I started to bring it up, she was, like, really, like, giving me the reality of it, which I really respected because I feel like it made me, like, even want to work harder and go to school and like actually like make it work. But now she's like, I kind of regret ever telling you not to do it. I'm glad you never listened to me because it's like, you show me that being a hairstylist can be so much than just like being behind the chair. Mm -hmm. How long has she been doing hair? Like how, how, how old is she? I guess. She um, started doing hair the year she had my sister. So it's 30 years. Wow. I know. So her back probably is cracked. Yeah. Her, her back's broke. <laughs> yeah um okay so then talk to me about the journey from hair school so you so you graduated hair school and then what yeah so actually when I was in hair school I was like so obsessed with like hair influencers because I like didn't even know that was a thing and I feel like that's when it was starting to like kind of become a huge thing like mm-hmm. like you started like you could like look at pictures and like recognize people's work you know what I mean mm-hmm. like have that like feeling behind it and so I started like following everyone in the hair world um, I made a connection with one girl and like I went to her class and she we just like hit it off we started like texting talking like back and forth I was like I need help with this or like she, I would like go and work events and stuff at, with their company and then like two weeks before I graduated they were like hey where are you going to work after school and I was like I don't know like I don't have anywhere I really want to work in Florida but I don't want to move back to Alabama I do like cat highlights for like 80 year old women and roller sets. So I was like, I don't know, I'm gonna have to like figure it out. 
And she was like, just move to Utah and work for me. And I was like, okay, I'll regret it if I don't. And it was like two weeks before I finished school. And so I just like finished school, packed my, graduated, packed my apartment the next day and then like moved across the country to Utah the next day. Holy shit. Okay. No, it's crazy. <laughs> um, what, like, so it, it just sounds like you're very like, take a risk, take a risk, take a risk. Oh yeah. Where, where do you think that that stems from? Um, I feel like growing up, like being in the closet and like in a little conservative town and like, I would always like try to stay quiet and like, almost like I was, I almost regret not being myself and like coming out and just like expressing myself to like, whatever it was, like the way I dressed, attitude, whatever. I feel like I regret so much not ever taking risks. So I'm like, any risk I have, I'm like, YOLO, I'll regret it if I don't do it. So I just like do anything full speed ahead now. When did you, if you want me asking, when did you come out? Um, When I was 18. Were I you, were you in, no, you were in college, right? Yeah, I, just, I graduated. I was like, I'm not coming out in this town in high school. And so I waited until after I graduated high school. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I met a guy and I was like, I'm going to marry this man. We're going to buy a little house on the field and a farm. And like, and like that was my plan. And we only like dated for like two months. And I was like, I've got to tell my mom because this is going to be her son-in-law. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. But it only lasted like two months. So <laughs> it's, Hey, you know, it's still like coming into yourself. Like that feels like that feels good. You know? Yeah. Um, that's really, uh, it sounds like your journey in the beginning, like, I don't want to say like fell into place, but it sounded like once you finally realized, fuck it, I got to be myself. That's when things started kind of like lining oh, up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so what the fuck you moved to Utah. I know. And I worked, um, the past three years here and it was, I was working for like a salon and a hair extension company. And I got a lot of cool opportunities out of that, too, because they had like an education based business. So I would get to travel and like teach and like go all over the country and meet like all kinds of stylists. And that's when I like I feel like I got the best of both worlds because like growing up, I was like, I want to like travel and do something. But then like as I got to like that stage of life, but like after high school, senior year, you're like, what am I going to do in my life? And I was like, I just want to be a teacher. That's all I want to do. And so I was like, oh, I get to travel. And I get to teach, so it's like the best of both worlds. So I taught hair extension certifications for three years. Wow. With them. I know it was wild. It was uh, what was what was that like? Like, did you ever think going into, I guess, like coming into this industry? Like, because obviously, like your idea behind it was your mom. You know, growing up in this small small area and obviously having the influence of social media too but did you ever think like right off the rip you no. would be thrown into like this this area no. I guess no not at all I was like it was like my when I first started hair I was like it's my 10-year goal like when I've done hair for 10 years I want to teach a class or like I think it was like um, when I was looking into like getting my instructor's license, like when I was in beauty school, it was like, you have to be in the field for two years after getting your license and then you can teach. And I was like, okay, in two years, I'm going to teach at a beauty school. And then like, I'll try to like teach like a small class, like at the salon I'm working at or something like that. Like I never thought it would ever be on this level. Do you, this, I don't want this to come off like weird, but do you feel like you were ready for that? Like right uh, when you walked no. right into the industry? The thing that was good about it, I think, is like if I would have like been thrown into it, teaching like color 
like colors mm-hmm. so different on everyone and like extensions are too but for like the fundam- fundamentals of it I can't even say that word and I'm like I'm an educator I can't say fundamentals but you know what I'm trying to say yeah. Alabama's coming out I feel like extensions are almost like set in place like it's this way it's this way on this type of hair like this is how big your section should be we're going to teach you tips on like stitching to make it clean like I feel like if it wasn't such like a laid out system I would have like really had a hard time with it and I had a hard time at first I was like I have no idea what I'm like I just faked it until I made it honestly I love saying that faking it till you make it is honestly the key to the to success in this industry because no one knows how to do anything you are learning as you go Mm -hmm. um so you so it sounds like okay so it sounds like you went into this and you specialized in extensions yes so you went from beauty school to extensions. Yep. And then from there, where like, how did you become, or like, how did you learn color? How did you like foiling, like doing, cause that's extension work and marrying it with color and marrying it with these things is very extensive. Yeah. It's insane. And I feel like I was a little bit of like, I had a lot of imposter syndrome being like, Hey, I'm fresh out. I've been licensed for just a few months and I'm fresh out of beauty school, but I'm here to teach you something. Like I had the worst imposter syndrome and like going to like fake it till you make it. I was like, it's not about what I don't know. It's about what I do know. And like, I took so many classes online. I had every subscription that was out there. Like all the ones that are like $15 a month, $25 a month. Like I remember adding it up for like my taxes and I was like spending like $450 a month just on subscriptions. And I was like, whoa like all, like every single day, even in beauty school, like I was like that. I just always feel like there's, I feel like there's, if there's 10 people's hair, like heads of hair or one, 10 hairstylists, let me rephrase that. If it's 10 hairstylists, we can all approach something in a different way. You can do 20 foils. I can do 10 foils. Someone could do like 15 foils and it can all turn out the same. Like there's so much to learn from anybody on the way they do things. And like, I just like, would, I had no, I still have them like notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of just like, taking notes and like watching YouTube videos, watch going to in-person classes. I was like, I have to be good because people are relying on me to be good because they're coming to learn from me. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like uh, your salon that you initially started with supported you in, in like understanding that you were fresh out of beauty school? Um, yeah, I feel like I kind of got lucky because a few people had like laughed that were on the education team and they were like, we need someone so last minute. And I was like, I have nothing going on. I don't have like clients booked. I don't have anything. So like, I kind of like almost like ease my way into it that way. I feel like, and I feel like they were really supportive. Like, hey, we're just going to make it work. You've got to like, like training me and like making sure that I was prepared for like what I was going to teach. Um, I'm like taking this all in. That's why I like take a lot of pauses. I'm also writing notes as I'm doing this. Oh, you're good. Actually, I just thought of something that's so funny. The way I first started teaching like a group at a hair extension class is I was just there to like, like write people's name, like check them in, like, okay, you're here, go sit here. Like we're going to get started soon. Like kind of like the back office side of things. And one of the educators was pregnant at the time and she got so sick. She started throwing up everywhere. Like she could not like leave the bathroom. Like she was, I don't know if it was something she ate or just like morning sickness all day or what was going on, but she was so sick. And they're like, you have to step in for her. Like we don't have anybody else here. And I was like, okay. And I just went over there and I was like, fake it till you make it. That's how I taught my first class. What, how, how soon was that after you had joined that team? Um, uh, maybe like two or three months into it. 
Oh my I gosh. Know. So you're just out there winging, like literally winging yeah. it. Yeah. Had you, like, had you had, well, obviously you had some prior education when you were doing this. Oh yeah. I had like been certified in a few extension methods and like taken a few different classes. So like I knew like different, like, I don't know. I feel like I could relate it to like, if you do it this way, this is how we're going to do it now. And like, kind of like tweak it and like show them. And I'm a very visual person. Like you, I can read something 20 times and I'm like, I'm not going to understand it. So like, I feel like I can thrive on like, if I can say it in a way that my brain can understand it, like showing you, I feel like anyone can get it. Mm-hmm. Um. I totally lost my train of thought. Shit. <laughs> um, so, okay. So now you've, you've done extensions. Like you're kind of thrown to the, thrown to the wolves. You're learning extensions. You're starting to teach everything. Mm. And then you, where are you now? Like what happened in between then and now? Cause I feel like now you're in a totally different place. Oh yeah. So I don't work with that company at all anymore. And I feel like it was just like, almost like a really weird kind of awkward situation where it was like friendships and um, business were like kind of colliding together. And then at the same time, there was like things that were like being brought up to me by my accountant that I was just like, she was like not okay with. And I was like starting to ask questions on like, Hey, can we start like switching things this way or doing this this way? And like, I feel like we just couldn't come to like a common ground of being like, like agreeing on like how to move forward like as everything was growing and stuff and like continuing to work together and so then earlier this year in April I was like I feel like it's my time to go which I was like so scared to I was like I moved out here to work there like what am I gonna do now and so I was like you know what I like honestly like you know who Jen Atkin is no I saw Oh, uh, she's like, she's a hairstylist. She just like does a lot of styling and stuff. And oh, I was like, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. God. Okay. I was going to say, she's my hero. I read her book and it's just about like, don't like work to live, like live to work and love what you do. And if you're not happy in a situation, kind of remove yourself from it. And so like, honest to God, I've read that book probably 10 times and listened to it because I'm just obsessed with it. And I feel like it really did change my life and like opened up my eyes a lot. And I was like, I'm not happy. I'm not like excelling, like I almost became stagnant where I like couldn't grow anymore. And there were things that I wanted to do, but I couldn't like go and do my own class or like have another idea for anything because I was like so tied into a company. And then there was like all the other concerns and stuff like I was talking about a little bit coming up. So we broke up, we parted ways and it was, it was a hard situation. Cause it's like, when you have a following, it's like, you feel like you have to in which I was like, I have a small following. I'm like, no one's going to really care, I don't think. But people are messaging you every day for weeks and months, and I still get questions. And then there's like podcast about it and like Reddit threads about yourself. And I'm like, listen, I love the housewives and I'm all about a housewife tea podcast or reading Reddit threads and conspiracy things. But what it's about you, it's so different. Um, but now I'm doing, I'm like booth renting at a salon and I'm traveling a lot doing hair, which is so fun. Cause I still just like, I'm a travel addict and I'm teaching the color and content classes. So it's mainly just about like, honestly, we just show you step-by-step like we're going to, I'm going to take someone lighter. Lexi takes someone darker. Um, the whole shebang of like filming, editing, we have like follow-up videos that are being filmed to get sent out on like actually like seeing how to edit and stuff. And it's just like, it's such a breath of fresh air to like kind of step away from extensions after do- teaching it for three years and like teaching like something like I've created myself and like, 
something that like, I'm like, Oh, like I literally like made this out of nothing. Like it's so rewarding, but like, I feel like that's my main focus now is just like taking care of my clients and then also, and then teaching my classes. Um, you know, what's funny is I do remember, I remember when you left mm-hmm. and, um, I remember, I don't think I followed you at the time, but I, I can't remember how I got to your page, but I just remember someone posted you and I was like, oh, like, who is this? You know? So I start clicking your stuff and I'm looking through your work. I'm like, oh, he does, he does extensions and he does blonding. He does this, this, and this. And I remember, and this is so weird that you're saying this. Cause I just had like a, like a flashback. I remember like scrolling through my phone and I, I was looking at, I think it was like a farewell post, you know, like you were like, oh guys, like I'm moving on, you know, it's, you know, whatever. And I remember there were just floods of people commenting, being like, we love Stu Styles. We love Stu yeah. Styles. Like, um, we can't wait. Like, we're so proud of you. Like you already, like as much as you say you had this small following, you, I don't think you did. I think you, your following was much bigger than you thought because mm-hmm. that's how I found you is by these people. Like, I don't, again, I don't remember who, what, who, what was shared, but I remember specifically seeing this and I don't even think your follower count was that large. I think it was just the fact that you had created a community that had supported you like through and through. Mm -hmm. Honestly, whenever I see little moments like that, it's like, damn, you know, I want to build that. Like, I want to have people that think of me like that. And granted, I, I personally have not dealt with the, like the Reddit thing, like hearing that kind of stuff. And of course there will come a time in my career that that does happen. But I remember specifically, this is a couple or I guess back in April, I thought it was longer than that, but yeah, just in April, uh, seeing this, this thing, this thread and being like, Oh, like that's, that's really cool that he has these people that listen to a podcast about him and that have this like idea of him that he is this awesome person. And then that's when I started learning about you. I started learning about your personality, excuse me, your personality, who you are, all that stuff from that post. Because I, I think I started following you. That's crazy. Um, that and- post did blow up. It got like 17,000 shares and that's like the most shares I've ever gotten. And I was like, uh oh, like I feel like I'm making a disturbance. But um, I feel like I got really lucky because um I've, I'm always like Stu's crew is like small but Stu's so crew. Mighty. that's what it is yeah. Yeah, crew. I'm like Stu's crew is so small but mighty because I feel like my following I grew it like in a kind of like a weird unique way when I think about it because it's like most of the time it's just like you post you post you post you go viral you start like building that way from people like sharing your stuff and I was like most of my followers like I've met and like I've hung out with them for like 10 hours during a class and like got to know them. And they're like, and I'm like following them back and I'm like, Oh my God, like you're pregnant now you're doing this. Or like, I still keep in touch with them. And I'm always like, I'm just a DM away. So like, I'm like every day I'm like checking my DMS and I'm like, like, even if it's just like casual small talk, it's just like, I feel like I grew a following of stylists from like actually meeting them in person than from just being like someone on a screen, which I feel really lucky from because I'm like, Stu's Chris small, but mighty. I mm-hmm. love them. They they are. I mean, Stu's crew is what got me to you. So yeah. <laughs> um. So now you have created content and color, and to be very transparent with you, I I envy you guys. I am proud of the both of you, obviously, but I look at these two young entrepreneurs, younger than me, who have really taken the balls by you know, by the horn, balls by the horn. No, is that right? No, whatever. A bull by the horns. Bull by the horn. I said balls. I know. (laughs) 
life by the, the ball by the sack or by the oh. bull by the horns which one is it <laughs> ball by the sack no taking life by the balls and really kind of propelled yourself um and did not allow the the mediocrity and like the the politics of hair to really weigh you two down i'm talking i'm referencing lexi and actually i'm interviewing lexi today too after I- you we t- we were doing we were planning something for classes last night and I was like I'm going on Lisa's podcast she was like when I was like tomorrow she was like me too and I was like no way yeah yeah I I really I really would have loved to have you both guys at the, at the same time but I want to do a separate interview to do that because I want to talk about how you guys have created color and content and how you guys have created this company together and and whatever that'd be um, awesome but so now you have you have left this this area that gave you a lot of growth that really was a staple of your career and you propelled. So how did you, this is kind of a loaded question. How did you end up, I guess, creating this thing? Like, how did you, how did you leave this situation and be like, okay, fuck, like I'm starting over. How did you, how did you now lean into the education side? Like, how did you trans, how did you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Transition into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say definitely one of my last conversations I had with my ex boss was, I mean, it was like a heated argument. Like I said things, she said things or whatever, but one of the things she said was, and I feel like this was just in the moment. Like, I don't know if they, she meant this or not, but it was like, you can't do this without me. And I was like, I can show you better than I can tell you. And I was, when I was, when oh, I, was, I, can be chills. I know. <laughs> and, um, I was like, I, I almost like lit a fire under me where I was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to take a break. I'm there's no days off. I'm like, I'm not going to let this, like, I'm not going to be like, okay, I'll be back to teach him maybe next year. We'll see what happens. I was like, this is something I love to do. And like, but now it's just on me. And so I was like, it's risky business. I was so scared launching it, but like creating it and stuff. I was like, there's nothing really out there. That's like a color class where they're like, taking someone lighter and taking someone darker. People do that all the time. But I was like, people want to know like about content, like filming and like tripods and editing and um, like, like literally everything from like hashtags and like, like posting and like how to like, I don't know, like grow their following, whether it's for like wanting to be an educator or wanting to just get more clients or like whatever their like target audience is. And I was like, really like invested in like, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, Oh, duh. Like, color and content like it makes sense and it's like a double c kind of cute and so i was like um i we started teaching or i started like brainstorming like making notes for like weeks before i even left and it was actually going to be like a class i was going to bring up to my current employer and be like this is something i want to do like i want almost like hey i'm going to do this because i want to grow and do this my own thing and it's like an idea i have but then i had met lexi through social media which is just like crazy like how like we were talking earlier how we met like this social media and then it's just like and she had like came out to Utah like twice and visited and she's like I really want to teach like that is what I want to do um and so I was like after I left I was like hey do you want to do this together because I already have like an idea of it and she had came out twice to Utah and she started we started just like brainstorming and trying to put like things together and we're like this is how we want it we don't want to, like I do not like going to classes and it's like you're sitting there and then like the person walks in and they're like, hello, I am here. I'm like, no, let's just make it chill. A cool environment. Like we're just like kicked back drinking coffee and we're like, Hey, you're here. What's your name? All right. Let's chit chat and like warm up. Let's get some snacks. Let's get it pumping. And then like, we'll have fun and talk about hair. Or it's like not where you can't like come up and like, 
almost like how you're so intimidated to go up and like see closer in classes because it can be hard. I was like, I asked a million times. I'm like, who's wants to come up and see this? Like, do you want to do a foil? What are we doing here? And it was almost just like more of like a culture thing with classes because it's like can seem so like put together and like I can't think of the word that I'm thinking of, but it's almost like almost like more of a production instead of just like laid back. We're all here doing the same thing. We all love hair. We all want to like learn something new. Let's like learn together. And like at my classes, like people will teach me stuff all the time. They're like, Hey, have you ever tried this or done this? And um, I totally rambled and went with that. And I don't even remember what the question was, but it was, what was it? How did it start? (laughs) I mean, you're telling me all the things. So yeah. It's like, but if I'm anything, I'm long winded and I'll just go, 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 go until someone pulls the mic. Well, you answered all my questions. So (laughs) Um, that's no, that that's uh, that's really awesome because um, I kind of like that. that, See, I can't I can't talk either. That's kind of how I look at the hair industry, because we we grew up in the hair industry in two different ways. I've been doing hair for 10 years. You've been licensed since 2017. So a little bit different, you know. I grew up in the era before social media became a thing. And it was like what your mom probably grew up with and you did too, but your career started later on and also being able to understand social media. So honestly, you had the, you had not, not the other hand, but you, you did, which is great because you were able to, to take this social media, this like new thing that no one really knew about and just go with it. And you've also helped mold how the industry is now because I'm seeing a lot more creators that are collaborating together, like you and Lexi together creating this thing. And there's no I and team. There's no like, well, I want to be the best. And, you know, I don't want you to come with me. And, you know, that's, I feel like you probably have a little bit of a reference and idea of what I'm talking about when there's a lot of um, folks that are a little bit older who've been in the game for a lot longer um, there's definitely an I'm team. There's definitely, I'm the star of the show. I take all the publicity. I take all the heat. Like I'm the best. I'm the best. No one can do it better than me. Um, when it's really like the younger, the younger stylists now who are like, Hey, do you want to work together? Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? Hey, do you want to like make a lot of money together? Hey, do you want to like swap knowledge and like learn together? Um, and it, it's, it's coming from the industry where it started and it was, you know, very kind of like nasty. It still is. Everything's gonna be toxic always, but now there's a lot more of us and individuals, younger individuals who were like, nah, fuck that. We're going to make it a production. We're gonna make these classes, these really fun, um, interactive, um, collaborative things, um, which is helping mold this new generation of stylists into like these, like very confident, very happy, go lucky, very, um, educate like education based people which is what the industry needed um but it takes certain people to actually pull that out of them like you and Lexi so it's it's hilarious that you and Lexi found each other off social media we're like hey I kind of like you you're kind of cool like do you want to like do this together and you're yeah. like sure fuck it like that is so fucking cute like I thought you guys were like friends for like ever like I didn't realize you guys nah. like, know each other <laughs> We did, I literally shared one of her TikToks and I was like, this, on my Instagram story. And I was like, this chick is so funny. And she replied and was like, Hey, that's me. And we started talking that way. And we just like kept going back and forth, back and forth. And then she was like, I, I don't want to come to Utah. I've never been there. And I was like, come visit girl. And like, she came out 
we like hung out. We just like did all the like Utah things, not really anything outdoorsy. I guess that's what you think when I say Utah things, but, um, and then like, we just hung out, we like really clicked. And I feel like it was just so fun to be like with someone who's like, we're the same around the same age. We like both love like the social media aspect of it, the hair aspect of it. We both have like goals and like things we want to work towards. And I was like, let's do it together. I was like, why not? Cause I was, there's things that, that I'm like insecure about doing. And there's things that like she's insecure about doing. And I'm like, and then it's like, almost like we're like yin and yang. Like we work so good together. And then when the whole like color and content thing came up, it was just like the best collaboration ever. And it just felt right. And like, anytime I call her and I'm like, oh my gosh, we should do this. She was like, I was thinking that or like, oh heck yeah. Like anytime I have an idea, she's like a hundred percent behind it. If she has an idea, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. It's like 50, 50. Like we both like, it's both like our baby. And that's just like, it is wild how like social media, cause it's like, I went and I've gotten like my first job if it wasn't through social media, like meeting someone online. And I went and met Lexi and be doing what I'm doing now. Or like have all these hair friends all over the country, like met you. It's just, it blows my mind when I think about it. Like, I still don't think it's like real. Mm -hmm. I feel like you and Lexi are living a lie. Not literally, but like, I look at you two and I'm like, dude, they are fucking doing it. You know, Thank you. They are, I they are just bebopping they're successful like they're young they're they're hungry like they're moving they're teaching like you guys are like doing it you know I know it's so wild I can't I honestly it was so nervous I was like because I always had like went it always had like a structure of what I was going to teach or like worked for somebody and it was like I go in I know my script and I know like what I'm doing like the whole game plan and then like going into something was that a fly yeah <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know if you were sneezing at first if it was a fly. But um it was like um like what was I saying? Uh we were like going in oh and so when we had everything planned, we did it so quick too, just because it was like our brains just clicked and it was just like and it was so crazy because it was like not even like in person, like sitting down really doing anything. It was like always over the phone, like always texting or staying on the phone for hours and we're like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna launch it. And we're like, when should we do it? And I was like maybe we should do it like in a few months. And like, we should still like brainstorm things. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, what are we waiting for? Let's just do it. Like, I just got a wild hair and I was like, we're doing it next week. And she's like, heck yeah, we are. And I don't even know. I don't even remember how we came up with the schedule, but we launched like four classes and we just posted it on Instagram and TikTok. And they, all four classes sold out that overnight. Cause I remember I went to what? I was freaking out because I was so nervous. I was like, it's gonna, I was like, I'm gonna have to post every day to promote these classes. Like, I don't think they're gonna sell. And our yeah, our first like um dates we released were four, yeah, it was four locations and they all sold out overnight. And I remember going to dinner with my friends and because I, I like planned a dinner, so I would like the classes are going live at this time. I'm posting all my content this time and I'm turning off my phone. I cannot sit there and like try to watch the numbers or anything. Like I can't do it. I go to dinner come home and I was like I'm still not checking it go to bed I wake up the next morning sold out and I was like holy shit I was like maybe we've got something going for us I call my mom and I'm like mom I'm like listen and she's like what's wrong are you okay and I was like yeah I'm really good right now but I was crying <laughs> my eyes out and I was like damn I was and it was like a good moment because I was like I was right I can show you better than I can tell you mm-hmm I wrote that down. I'm going to make that a quote. I can show you better than I can tell you. Yeah. Um, that's like a Southern thing. I feel like everyone says that in the South. Oh, I've never even heard that. So that's oh, really? <laughs> um, wow. So, holy, like, I, again, I'm just like taking in all the knowledge here. 
Um, wow. You sold out all four of your fucking classes overnight. That is that's an insane. When did you launch the like when did you launch your education? It was literally, I think I left and so I left my old job in April, started playing the classes, and then we started teaching in June. Like the last week of June was our first class. And we like had planned everything like from in between that time of like April to June. And like tried I was like, how are we even gonna sell tickets? I was like, oh no, no, like trying to find like everything, like mosh poshing it, like pulling all nighters, trying to figure stuff out and like popping all the Adderall and chugging all the coffee to get through the next day in the salon just to make it work. And it was, it was probably like a month and a half. It was a quick turnaround, but I was like, cause I was like, I'm not going to stop. I'm like, I got to keep going. Like, I love this stuff. And I just had like a fire lit under me. So I just went for it. Yeah. So it was from April to, and then we taught our first class at the end of June. And it's crazy because I didn't plan this, but my first class I ever taught was in Scottsdale, Arizona with my last job. And then my first class of this or of my own class was in Scottsdale. And I was like, it always has happened in Scottsdale. Like I couldn't believe it. I was like, I don't know. I just felt like that was such a weird coincidence because we had both like discussed like, where, where do we want to go? And we we're like, we'll just do Arizona. So would you just reach out to salons and be like, hey, can you host me? Um, I would post on my story and I still do it. I'm just like, hey, need a host for Scottsdale, Arizona. And people will reach out. That's it? Literally. <laughs> it's, I'm crazy. Not, it's crazy. Um, so now, now you and Lexi are, and you guys have a lot of things in the works and I don't want to talk about it. Obviously, I know you probably don't want to talk about it. Um, but you, oh shit. What does, what does Lexi and Stu look like next year? Uh, we have classes launched now. So since June, we've taught 11 classes, which sounds crazy to me. Like I still can't believe it. Um, we've taught 11 classes and we have a schedule out until February of right now of like locations from like today till then of the places that we're going to be going and teaching to. But the good thing about, I feel like me and Lexi is like, we're on two different sides of the country. So it's like, we're two, like we can be like doing our own things, but then also it's like, we can come together and do this class. And so we've talked about like fun little things we want to do together and like fun collaborations outside of color and content. But we have like, I'll be honest, we have like no definite plans of anything besides just focusing on the classes and then just like posting more on like social media and growing that and being behind the chair. I feel like I want to, for me, I want, I feel like I'm moving. I'm getting out of Utah. I don't deal this, do with the snow really well. And it's snowing right now. And I feel like I'm going to do, I feel like me definitely move out of state is like my next thing and like kind of start over. Cause I kind of want to do like some kind of like program or something or like a handbook or videos of something of a, like, Hey, I'm going to move here and I'm going to start over on clientele. I don't know anybody. I don't have like any connections. I'm like in here, you can do it too. Cause so many stylists reach out to me and they're like, you moved from like Florida to Utah, like, and you do knew, you knew no one. How'd you do it? And I was like, honestly, it's just like, I don't know how I did it. So this time I'm going to write it down and make it like some kind of educational program. Cause people move all the time with like their husband's jobs or like wife's jobs, transplant them all over the place. And they're like, how can I start over? So I feel like that's something I definitely want to work on. 
And then just like focusing on like teaching the classes more. Where do you think you want to move to? I don't know. I love California. I feel like, I'm like, I don't know if I want, I want to be in California, but I don't know if I want to be in California. You know what I mean? Cause you're in Orange County, right? Mm-hmm. I love Orange County. And, but I feel like if I moved to California, I'm like, I have to be in LA and I want to do, I don't really? know. I know. And I'm like, every time I go, I'm like, why would I want to move here? But it, anytime I'm not there, I'm like, I want to be in LA. And then when I'm there, I'm like, nah. Yeah, no, I don't like LA. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It is like too busy. I can't deal with traffic. I hate that. Um, I feel like maybe I would try out moving back to Florida, like to Tampa, because it's like a city and a beach. It's like the best of both worlds. But then at the same time, I'm kind of looking into Arizona too. Ooh. I say I say Arizona. I dude, the hair world out there is insane. Insane. Absolutely it, it's so big and like I feel like it would be I don't know even just for like a few years I feel like I want to be like a gypsy all through my 20s and just like bounce around everywhere and like see where I want to live the rest of my life and then my 30s I gotta like slow down and settle down yeah exactly have fun with your 20s that's what I've been doing Mm -hmm. it's working out for both of us hey you know yes (laughs) um but so now uh you work with Redkin don't you yeah they sponsor our classes Redkin and Unite and K18 Really? Okay. So yeah. what does that look like? Like, what does that mean? Um, so basically they, we like use their products every day in the salon and we like have developed, honestly developed relationships over just like tagging them in posts and like literally DMing. Um, uh, but whenever they like sponsor our classes, like Unite will send like a few products for like the swag bags or like Redkin will send. So when you come to the class, you get like a few products from each um, brand and it is honestly, I just like, I can't believe it. Cause I've used Redkin like my whole career and k18 i like was like jumped on it the second it came out it was like at a hair show like before they were really like selling it like online and like doing like everything else i remember i was like okay whatever i'll buy it like i'm such a sucker for things they're like selling me on another booth and i was like load me up with it and i started using it so i've used it for a few years and then unite i've used like since like literally beauty school like i love unite so i'm like it's so crazy to like work and know people from these brands it's funny. I, I, I feel like everybody and their mother uses Redken. I have never used Shades EQ a day in my life. Really? Never once. It's not that I won't. It, I just yeah. haven't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what my problem is. I don't know why I haven't fucked with it, but I have never used Redken. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. I love Shades EQ. I use it for like everything. I feel like it's good for like rooting, toning, low lighting. Like I'm like filling. I'm like, I love that stuff. And I feel like it's, Every, like, when I was, like, learning and going to classes, every class I went to was, like, a Redkin class. Like, not planned. And, like, every online education thing I had was Redkin. So I was, like, I feel like I got to understand it really good through them and, and, like, trial and error. But I feel like they have, like, a huge variety. It's, like, easy to, like, find something that's going to work and, like, make it. I, like, I feel comfortable. I don't know what, like, making a little cocktail out of Redkin. Like, other color lines, I'm, like, I don't feel like I can mix them, even though I know I can. Like, I don't know why I act crazy about it, but I'm like, Shades EQ, I'm just like making a freaking like mixed drink. I like put it in the toner bottle, shake it like a little, um, whatever those things. I just bought a bar cart. I should know what that thing is called. The shaker thing, but yeah, just a shaker. Um, oh man, I lost my freaking question. I was going to ask you something. Fuck. Mm, oh, so something that I, I like to tell my viewers and will like to reiterate with my viewers, how you just said you know, how you got to be able to work with Redkin, K18, and Unite. 
by posting, creating relationships, DMing them, being like, hey, or going out to night hair shows. It is not as untangible as a lot of people might think. A hundred percent. Um, I work with Pelor, K18, Malibu, fucking Donabella. Mm-hmm. I work with brands like that, but I all I did was by posting them and reaching out to them, being like, hey, you know, do you have blah 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 blah, whatever, like creating those connections, creating those relationships. Um, and that's exactly how you get to position that positions that you and I are, are both in. Mm-hmm. It's just by doing that. It's not this like secret formula of like I oh, I gotta post this. I gotta post that. No, it's literally just being a human and creating these relationships with people. And honestly, that's how you build any success. That's how, you know, you got from this place to go to this place to go to that place is by creating that genuine relationship with people. Oh yeah. And I feel like you can grow so like in the hair world, whether it's like behind the chair or like whatever aspect you're doing, it's literally all about connecting. Like connections is the biggest form of marketing. Cause like before social media or anything, all there was was word of mouth. And I still think that that, kind of helps you grow more than social media when it comes to like gaining clients or whatever you're doing. I'm like, word of mouth will get you so far. And the only way to get you like your name in someone's mouth is to like connect with them. That's it. That's, that's, that's like the secret to success. I feel like. Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess I leave you with this question. If you can tell our viewers, um, one thing, just one thing that you have you have learned, I guess, throughout this process of becoming where you are now so quickly, or just a word of advice to anybody that's listening, what would it be? Um, One of my favorite quotes is, it was like all through beauty school, this was like my wallpaper on my iPad and my computer and stuff. It was like, if you have a dream, chase it because you get what you work for, not what you wish for. And I feel like it's so true because it's like anything you want, like wishing for it, sitting around, wanting it, craving it, manifesting it, I guess you could say, isn't going to get you too far. But if you're working towards it, even if it's just like a little bit of progress each day, going like further and further and further each day, whether it's like spending 10 minutes on like a task that you're wanting to grow on or like learn a new technique or post and like grow on social media, just putting like a little bit of effort into it a day is like a snowball effect into something great. I just wrote that down. That's why <laughs> I, was, uh, I was quiet. You have a dream, chase it. You get what you work for, not what you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a great, that's a great piece of advice. And that, especially for anybody who's newer to the industry right now, that's listening, or maybe just needs a change in their career or just is looking for a sign. This is it. I mean, the only way that you can progress in any career for that matter is to actually buckle down and, and go after it, you know? Um, and the point of the fuck you mentality is to help kind of bridge the gap between, you know, content creators and people that are like have a following and that are like successful and those mm-hmm. who maybe are newer to the industry. Cause there's no difference. It's just, we've been doing it for longer or we've been doing, you know, all these different steps to get to where we are now. And it's not to say that anybody else can't do it because they can. A hundred percent. And there's always those people who are like, there's not room for everyone. And I'm like, there's so many people that like, we all do the same thing. And I'm like, we do the same thing. We're friends. Like we were at Eric Vaughn's event and like Daniel was there. Like every, I'm like, we all do the same exact thing. And like, yeah, I'm sure technically if we're like all in education or like in the influencing space, we can be like competition to each other. But I'm like, I really feel like the hair world's taking like a different turn on like community over competition. And I'm excited to see that, especially with like, things like this, like doing the podcast, talking to each other. And like, honestly, just like having like a glimpse of like behind Instagram and stuff or like, or TikTok. Like, it's like, I feel like when I first started following you, I was like, 
oh, I know her. But then when I met you and like doing things like this, I'm like, oh, I don't know her. There's like so much more than to what like the videos that I see and stuff. And it's like, oh, she's just a real person, just like us, like just like everyone else out there. We're all, we're all just people. Like we all eat, she eat, sleep, shit, die the same. Like we're all yep. the same. And that's the, that's the only like caveat with social media that I, that I have. And that's why I have this podcast is to kind of like bridge that gap to like tell people, you know, we are still just people like we're, we are all fuck, the fucking same. Um, but exactly like there's, wild. there's space. What's that? I said, it's just wild. It, it, it is weird. And it was honestly, it was so weird to be uh, like both you and Lexi being like, Oh my God. Hey Lisa. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> like this is like this is happening like this is real you know like of course like we were in covid and like we didn't meet a lot of people so like that put a, like a damper on like a lot of the connections mm-hmm. that could have been made um in person but now we're all meeting each other and now it really is like community over competition like there is no more competition we all live in the same space we're all fucking educators we all do the same thing yeah. but we're all so different it's so crazy and no one, I feel like even if I showed you, like we swap, I was like, this is what I do. This thing you're like, this is what you do. I'm not going to do it exactly like you, or you're not going to do it exactly like me. Everyone puts their spin on it or like, no one can like replicate one thing from another person. I'm like, everyone's got their own spin on something. And even if you go to like a class or listen to a podcast or anything and just have like take away, like one little thing that's going to like a different, whether it's a trick, a tip, the way you lay your foils, whatever, the way you fold them. I'm like, it's going to make you like a better hairstylist at the end of the day. Yeah. And there's, everybody can do it. You know, it is. The only thing that's stopping you is yourself. Bingo. The other person that stands in your way is yourself. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this beautiful interview with my beautiful boy, Stu. Um, Hopefully, hopefully in the near future, we can all link up together somehow, some way to do like a a creator's weekend or fucking something. Cause I'm, I'm once I've, I've been doing a couple of events with different brands and I'm like, fuck, I really like this. You know, I really like meeting these people in person and actually being able to work with them and whatever the case may be. But, um, again, thank you guys for listening. This is Stu styles or Stu uh, yeah. uh, all of his information is going to be in the description below his classes. If you guys want to take his classes, he works with hair by Lexi and she will be on this podcast as well. Um, I'm definitely going to get them to come back and do a collaboration you know, interview to talk about their education and like talk about more stuff like that. I think that'd be really cool. Um, oh, yeah. But again, his information is down below. If you guys want to check him out, please do. This is my, my lovely guy, Stu. And, um, Again, guys, remember that we are all human. We all eat, sleep, shit, die the same. There's no reason why you can't reach out to either one of us or anybody for that matter. Um, If you guys ever want to know how someone gets to where they are, ask them. That's it. It's that simple. Just shoot them a DM. Shoot a brand a DM. How do I work for you? Or shoot whoever. Like, just just talk to people. It's not, there's no reason to put this, uh, like, connotation behind these people that they're, like, I can't talk to them. They're too famous. Like, whatever. No. Because I promise you, we're all just a bunch of weirdos like everybody else. Literally. <laughs> I um, honestly will say stuff sometimes. I'm like, why would anyone ever listen to my dumb ass? Like, <laughs> no, no, fucking literally like how spastic I, I, yeah. I I'm like, I don't, I don't know how happy you guys even learn anything. I don't even know. What <laughs> literally. Fucking out of my ass or I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on. Uh, um, Wild West. Guys, again, thank you so much for listening. This is another episode of the Fucking Mentality. If you guys, uh, if you guys have anybody that you want to see on here, or um, you want to 
come on here, shoot me an email. It's the fuck you mentality at gmail.com. The fuck is FK, not F-U-C-K. I can't put fucking email for some reason. Um, but anyways, bye. I love you all.